Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host, Mariella de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Hi, everyone. Today, we have Erin Motola, and we're going to talk about Kegels and what they are good for, when you should do them, when you should avoid doing them, because we hear so much about them when we're pregnant. And I feel like there's a lot of different advice of you should do this and you shouldn't do this. So with all of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Erin. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here today and talk everything pelvic floor. So I am Dr. Erin Matola. I'm a physical therapist. I've been practicing for over six years now. I started in general orthopedic and then switched to inpatient neuro. So I specialized working with spinal cord injuries in a hospital setting. And then I myself got pregnant, moved cross country, and I went through the struggles that everyone goes through with pregnancy and postpartum. So that is when I just dove deep into pelvic floor everything. So I've been treating women with pelvic floor issues. I go to their home and do a cash pay business. And then I'm also creating online courses for pregnant and postpartum women, educational information and exercises that are safe. All of that will be launched this year. I myself have two kids. One is 21 months old and one is two months old. So I am very much in the midst of everything mom struggles right now. So I'm here to talk about it. (laughs) Before we begin, I do just want to give a quick little disclosure. So if you are in a room with maybe people that you don't want to listen to this, we will be talking a little bit about possible bodily fluids and functions and anything down there. So now would be a good time to put headphones on or go to a different room. Okay. So first question, what are Kegels? We hear so much about them. What do they do? What are they? So a Kegel is just a pelvic floor contraction. So what's our pelvic floor? That's just the base of our pelvis, those muscles at the base of the pelvis. And we have three layers. So the main function of these muscles are for support, like just holding everything up and in, bowel and bladder control. They play a role in sex and orgasms. And of course, there's a huge impact on your pelvic floor muscles during pregnancy and childbirth, given the location and the purpose of them. Just like any other muscle group, we want to have voluntary control over the muscles. We want to know when we're contracting and when we're relaxing it. I feel like people just don't talk about the pelvic floor much because there is a stigma, there's privacy around it. It's just important that we know that we're doing it correctly. When we do a Kegel, many women do them wrong in the sense that they tend to bulge out at their pelvic floor or they have a hard time relaxing their pelvic floor. When you're doing a Kegel, there's three things we want to look for. As a physical therapist, when I'm doing an internal exam on someone, I'm checking if they have an anal wink, if their perineal body elevates, and if their clitoral hood nods forward. So cues that I give for doing a Kegel include, imagine there's a blueberry in your underwear and you're trying to pick that blueberry up and you're kind of just drawing those muscles up and in or drinking a smoothie with a straw. Imagine your vagina is doing that. And think about that just so you avoid doing that bulge or bearing out, which so many women do and don't know it because no one looks at their pelvic floor. Well, those are definitely very good analogies, I guess. Like I could picture myself trying to do all of that. 
So like you mentioned, yes, pelvic floor isn't really talked about. And I'm glad that you said that because I do have quite a few different episodes that talk about this because it's never talked about, even though it is so important when it comes to really everyday life. But when you're pregnant, right? Or postpartum. Yeah. All of that being said, when should you do Kegels during your pregnancy or should you even do them at all? I know people hate this answer, but it depends. <laughs> but I will say this is true for before you're pregnant, when you're pregnant, after you're pregnant. It's really important to know how to do a Kegel correctly. But you should know when you're contracting and when you're relaxing your pelvic floor. That brain to muscle connection is super, super important. I have patients do it using a mirror, looking and making sure that they know that they're doing it correctly. That's just kind of step one. Make sure you know how to do a Kegel. Then once you know that, then you want to just start thinking about, can I think about what my pelvic floor is doing when I breathe? And that sounds silly, but our respiratory diaphragm, our big breathing muscle works synchronously with our pelvic floor. So when we are inhaling, you want to think about your pelvic floor lengthening and dropping because that's what the diaphragm is doing. And then on the exhale, you're thinking about it ascending. It's going back up to that resting place. So once you have the breath down with the pelvic floor, then you really want to start thinking about doing what your pelvic floor is doing with movement. Instead of prescribing a thousand Kegels a day to someone, if they're a little weak down there, you want to start thinking about what your pelvic floor is doing when you move. So if I'm lifting a stroller into my car, I'm going to inhale. And then as I exhale, my pelvic floor should be drying up. So I'm not just trying to squeeze as hard as I can to do a Kegel, but rather I'm connecting my breath to my pelvic floor. And so with that exhale, as I'm lifting the stroller into the car, my pelvic floor is drawing up to give me that support that I need. As you're saying all this, I'm like trying to picture myself doing this. (laughs) It's so important to practice it. I mean, it took me a long time to like actually think, what is my pelvic floor doing when I breathe? So I just lay there and I think about it and it really helps with both the contracting, but also the relaxing of your pelvic floor. So you can understand the whole length of the muscle. It makes me think about like yoga and meditation, how you have to like think about all of the different breathing. But anyway, so easy to go on to a different topic. But my next question, and I know that this is probably also going to depend on the person and probably the form of delivery, but when should you do them? Or should you do them postpartum? Yeah, so that's a great question. I myself have had two vaginal deliveries. Day one out of each of them felt totally different. With my first, I felt like I got hit by a truck and there was no way I could do a Kegel (laughs) if I wanted to. But it is important to start thinking about that brain-muscle connection. In the PT world, we call it the neuromuscular re-education of this and why that's important. So let's think about it. If you had knee surgery, like an ACL, your knee is swollen. It's painful. Everything is like not working, all that stuff. But what do we do in the physical therapy world? You work on that quad contraction right away. So you aren't trying to do anything super challenging. You're not squatting and doing crazy things, but you're just squeezing your quad muscle on the top of your leg because you have to get that connection going or it's never going to turn back on. Same thing is true with your pelvic floor. So right when you're postpartum, you want to start thinking, can I flicker on my pelvic floor? And you might not be able to for the first week or two, and that's okay but you want to think about doing it and see when your body is ready to start turning on. So you just kind of listen to your body, but gently think about that connection. 
good points on the fact that I think after you have a baby, you definitely are like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to move? And somehow we do do it, but (laughs) give it all of that. When should these be avoided? Like during pregnancy or during the postpartum stage? Like at what point should, I know it's probably going to vary depending on each individual, but is there just like kind of a general guideline? I love this question because I think that these have become so overprescribed in the world. Like you go to your OB and you're like, I'm licking urine. They say do Kegels and I've got pelvic pain, do Kegels. Like everything for the last like 20 years, I feel like it's been, we'll just do some Kegels and it'll fix it. So there is a time and place for Kegels, but people who should avoid them is if you have an overactive pelvic floor, which so many women do, meaning that your pelvic floor is too tight. It's constantly contracted, all of that. So if you're someone like who has pain with intercourse, you might have an overactive pelvic floor or If you're someone who clenches and you have TMJ, like jaw pain, you might have an overactive pelvic floor. So if you have a tight overactive pelvic floor, you should not be doing Kegels because you want to restore the length before you think about strengthening anything. And then the other people that I would avoid doing them is just when you're at the tail end of that third trimester. When you're pregnant, you don't want to be thinking about drawing everything up and in because to push out a baby, if you are planning on a vaginal delivery, you need to lengthen and be pushing out, not drawing in. So you don't want to be fighting where the baby's trying to go if your body is just so tight and drawing in at the end there. So more of relaxing that area then. Absolutely. (laughs) Trying to keep it closed. (laughs) Well, thanks for all of that. Do you have any other tips, suggestions, or recommendations? Also, I do want to say, I appreciate that you did mention that they are overprescribed because I think that is like a common trend. Anytime I have a PT on my episodes, that's a big thing. Like, don't do them a hundred times a day or however many times. Yes, absolutely. They're way overprescribed. They are great for people with weakness, but if you're in that overactive group, you do not want to be trying to Kegels all day long. As for other tips, there's something called the knack, which is essentially just a Kegel, but it's before any sort of pressure situation. So before you cough or sneeze, that is a good time to dry your pelvic floor up and in. Reason being is when you cough or sneeze, there's a lot of pressure on the inside of your body. So you just want to protect it and prevent that leaking or anything coming out. So you dry your pelvic floor up and in before you cough, you sneeze, you jump, something like that. I think doing Kegels is really hard and it's also really uncomfortable for people. So getting comfortable using a mirror or your hands to feel and know that you're doing it right is super important. And the last little tidbit I will get is when in doubt, see a pelvic floor physical therapist (laughs) because they can answer your questions and just give you some guidelines. And I think there's a misconception with pelvic floor physical therapy that it's like traditional PT where come see me three times a week for six weeks and blah, blah, blah. A lot of times pelvic floor therapists want to work with you and your schedule. So you may just see them once a month, or you might just need one or two visits, and then you can work on stuff at home once you know what's going on. That's what I've got for you today. And I know that a lot of pelvic floor PTs are super accommodating with babies too, because I feel like a big group of your clients or patients are either new moms or just had a baby. So obviously you're going to need to figure out either what to do with the baby or not. So I know that that's a common thing where a lot of PTs are like, yes, please bring your baby with you. 
Please, please, please. Because the sooner you get any issues addressed, the better. And so I'll see moms that are 10 or 15 years postpartum and they're like, well, I didn't have any time to see a pelvic floor PT. And it's like, we will make anything work. We could have a kid crawling on top of us. If we can help you with your pelvic floor dysfunction, we will. So Yes, pelvic floor PTs will work with you and your kids during your sessions. Well, thanks for all of this. I appreciate you taking time and educating us more on this very common topic for any woman during the perinatal period, or even if you're not pregnant, but plan to, right? This is a big, big thing that I feel like we hear about as women. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And I love your podcast. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.